Hello, Super Johnny. Hello, Super Trevor. It's me, Mario. Woohoo! Mamma mia. You guys, you're number one. Woohoo! See you in my games. Aha! Wait a minute. Where is this place? Oh, I'm at a. I'm on top of Retro Bliss Studios Tower. Man, I forgot how tall the building was where we put our our studio. Man, I can see the the, the New York skyline. Man, I love being a top tier podcaster. Oh, the, somebody's at the door. Uh, come in. Yes, hello, uh, Trevor Franklin. Yes. This is Phil McDonahue. I am the president of All Podcast, and I have some great news for you. Uh, okay. Phil Donahue, that name sounds familiar. Go ahead. Nope, it's made up. Okay. Uh, of course, uh, this is coming from the tip top, so you know this is completely true. Retro Blist is now officially not only the number one video game podcast, but the number one podcast in all the lands. Oh, that's amazing. Not surprising, but so amazing. It's very true. So I brought you this plaque. Oh, a gold plaque. It says, The Triforce of Podcasting. With wisdom, power, and good looks. That's right, that's right. And it doesn't have Johnny's name on it. It's just mine. That's awesome. He's got his own plaque. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. Yeah, okay. It's in his teeth. (laughs) I got jokes. (laughs) You know what? I just really hope that the next knock at the door is like Link coming to congratulate me personally. No, that reminds me. I gotta go. All right, see, see ya, Phil Donahue. Man, that was exciting. Man, I just wish... Oh, there's somebody at the door again. Who could this be? Come it's on me. in. It's me. It's me. It's Link. Oh, you know, I've never heard Link with a voice. Excuse me, Trevor. Oh, he did have a voice. He does. I do. It's me. Oh. I got some great news. Okay, what is it, Link? Retroblist is such a great podcast. I listen to it every day. I want your autograph. Oh, yeah. Link's come to get my autograph. Hey, tell Zelda that she can listen too, and I'll give her an autograph. Okay. That sounded creepier in a minute. It did sound awfully <laughs> creepy, but hey, who am I to judge? Oh, I'll see you later, Link. See ya. Man, I don't know what could make this day any better. I mean, despite Link's annoying voice. Oh, man, I didn't have time to think anybody up, and there's already another knock at the door. Who could this be? Come on in. It's a me. It's Luigi. Luigi? Yes, it's a me. I'm here on behalf of my brother. Ah, uh, well. He had to go to save the princess. I guess that's okay. I'll take the number two. <laughs> we know you would. Yeah. Man, what? Speaking of number two, can I get your autograph? Oh, sure, Luigi. Here. Thank here. you. Can I use your back to sign? Sure. Right here. I'm going to sign this, uh... This, <laughs> this plaque here, it's, uh... Oh, it's the Genesis Gym Second Place Award. Where they won second best podcast ever. I don't want their autograph. I, I'm just going to use the back of that to write to write your auto, my autograph. That sounds good. Man, I can't speak even in this amazing well, moment. See ya. Bye. Well, I just don't know where this could go. I just don't... I don't see how this thing could get any better. Just life is amazing. My life used to feel so worthless. Wake up, Trevor. But now it means something. Wake up, Trevor. Everything that happened... Trevor. 
everything that happened makes Trevor! me. Trevor! Oh, whoa, what's Trevor! going on? Trevor! Yeah. Trevor! Yeah, what? Trevor! Oh, what is this dump? This is this is your house. Oh no, we're in the basement again. Yeah, we're in the we're in the Shire. No, oh, this is where we record the podcast, isn't it? You slipped and fell, and for some reason a hammer fell on your face. Oh, uh, you mean we don't have a retro bliss towers? No, I probably oh. should have called the the ambulance, but I didn't do that. Is that my blood? Yeah. Oh man, I've lost a lot of it. You have. I'm just gonna lie here for a while. You should probably just lie here, like you said. Yeah. Hey, why don't you turn on the podcast? What podcast would that possibly be? Retro Bliss. keep it. Woo. Hello everybody, this is a brand new episode of Retro Blast. That was bad. Did you not like that? How no. I did that? Uh-uh. You didn't like that at all? That sounded like, I don't know what that sounded like. I was it sounded like Rosie O'Donnell and so good so far. like a monk <laughs> chanting, like smashed together. So if Rosie O'Donnell was a chanting monk, then yeah. I have that, I can have that part in a movie. Yeah. Okay, that sounds okay. good to me. Right at Hollywood. So, welcome to Retro Blist, your weekly game-by-game retro gaming podcast. That's right. It always starts off with an awful skit. Sometimes they're winners. Mm. Most of the time, they're major disappointments. I thought like that one was awful. Probably was, but I enjoyed it. That's I got right. to play characters. That works. Yeah, Trevor. You're Trevor. And you're Johnny. <laughs> we did it. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, real quick, let's get all the fun stuff out of the way. Go to Patreon, and if you want to... Even after that horrible skit, support us. Yeah. Just look up Retro Bliss there. Also, go to BICBP-radio.com. Uh, go to the store and look up the Retro Bliss t-shirts. Uh, some people are already getting some, uh, so join those cool peeps. Yeah, that's BICBP-radio.com. Sure is. Also, Trevor, real quick, our Facebook page, if you go there now, uh-huh. you can go and see a video that has been posted of uh-huh. me and you. Uh, and it's pretty great. It's got a special announcement, and we encourage you to go check it out. Yeah, so go check out our Facebook, now if never before. This video is a big deal, if you've not seen it yet. It's a huge deal. We cannot stress how big of a deal yep. this video it kinda is. It kind of changes everything. It changes so much. But if you don't care about any of that, and you're just here to listen... It's the Avengers Infinity awesome. War of Marvel movies, is how big this video is for Retro Blessed. Yeah. Changes everything. Yeah. Changes everything. Trevor, what game do we play this week? Well, thanks for asking, Johnny. Oh, you're welcome, Trevor. We played Little Nemo Dream Master, based on the mega hit Japanese animated movie that nobody saw here in America. Oh, okay. All right. Well, fascinating. Yeah, but this is a 1990 Capcom game, and to be honest with you, I guess we're kind of lucky this even came over here, because seriously, has anybody seen the movie it's based on? I have it. I'm assuming it was popular in Japan, but it's amazing this game came over here. The cover looks really pretty. Yeah, of yeah. both. I mean, of that game, and I was talking about the movie. Oh but, yeah, yeah, both. Yeah, so it's at least loosely based on that movie, but it's a uh, it's action platform game, which we'll get into here shortly. Do you have any experience? I already know the answer. No, no. Trevor. Do you have any experience? Well, the reason we picked this game this week is because it's just one I've had in the back of my head since we started this podcast. That's right. It's not like you know the, a game that I have super strong memories of, but it's a game that was always there, like. When you told me this, I was very surprised because 
I feel like maybe I am being, uh, maybe I'm thinking too much of it, but I would assume most of the games that you were into, you would have at least brought up to me. Yeah. And the only thing I can think of is a single, a single, single player, player game. Yeah. But yeah, I have pretty strong memories of this game. I've had it. This is the original copy. I've had it as long as I can remember. Um, I feel like it was just one we always had around. And I just, this might sound weird. I know for you it's a little different because you had a sister. and But with me and my brother, we played a lot of the same games. But there were a couple of games that were kind of like, I felt like they were mine. Like Derek didn't really care about them. And I just played them every now and then. Yeah. And this is one of those games because I asked him and he has no memories of it. Um, but it's like one of those games that on a rainy day, I just remember pulling it out and just, just <laughs> we're bed. both so immature. Yep. We're so immature. I yep. couldn't even get through that sentence. I tried not to laugh, uh, but you know, my, I remember pulling it out on a rainy day. My seventh grade humor won't allow me to get back. And, that. uh, just, just enjoying it. I mean, I, that's, <laughs> it's hard to, it's, you can't really describe memories, but you know, there's just some of those games that you could never say, oh, that was one of my favorite games, but. I have very distinct memories of this game, so I was just anxious to come back to it because I hadn't played it in probably close to 20 years. Right. So at this least is, 15. This is the second week in a row that we're doing an NES Capcom game. That's true, and the last well, week disappointed us last a week, bit. <laughs> last week was a disappointment. Let's see what happens this yeah. week. I was really looking forward to this because whether you're trying to or not, you're really building this game up in my mind, as in to the point where I refused to look anything up about it. I wanted yeah. to come into this fresh. And jump in, because I was not aware of this game. Obviously, I love Capcom, especially in the Nintendo era. Yeah. So, I am I was all for trying this game. So, mm-hmm. Trevor, let's get into it. What do you think? Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Uh, first of all... <laughs> Don't help you? <laughs> nope. Graphics, maybe? I was going to do, first of all, what we're going to do... I wanted to kind of highlight a little bit the story at the beginning, because it's oh, the yeah, first yeah, thing yeah. you see. Yep. This may have one of the creepier concepts <laughs> of a game we played recently to the point where it was a little weird, right? Mm-hmm. The The concept is you're Nemo, this little boy. I don't know how old he's supposed to be, but he's, he obviously is a kid. Yeah. Uh, this stranger comes into his house, right? Is this mm-hmm. right? Is this in his dream or is this happening? I don't know. I think he's visited in, in a dream. Okay. So the stranger comes into his... So the stranger's in his head, in other words. Yeah. Um, this and, gets tripping through the whole game. That's <laughs> what it seems yeah. like. Daydreaming Davy, man. Yeah. And uh, and and this and this stranger, who seems older, I don't mm-hmm. couldn't really tell you, uh, was telling Nemo, hey, the princess of this land has chosen you. You are the chosen one to be uh, the person that she plays games with, I guess. Uh-huh. Her playmate. And he's thrown off by this because she's a girl. And when you're at that age, you know, that's, I guess that's when they have the, what, what's that called? The, uh, the Ooh, I'm scared to cooties, think. the cooties. Okay. I'm yeah. scared to go where you're going. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah when yeah. kids are a little a certain age, they always act like, you know, oh, yeah. boys rule. They make a big deal about or that. Or girls rule. Yeah. And the other, and the other one rules, you know, yeah. that type of thing. So, like, he, he constantly brings this up all the yeah. time that she's a girl, that the princess is a girl. Yeah, he just can't handle the fact yeah. that she's a girl. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, and then once you realize what you're doing when you're playing this game, every one of these levels takes place in his dreams. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give away too much because this is way more into gameplay. But once you really kind of think about it, he's doing all this because 
he's trying to, I guess, get to this princess to be her playmate, and she's giving him a lot of candy. Yeah. <laughs> so he takes all this candy from a stranger, and he literally, I don't, can't remember the exact words, but he pretty much says, you can't be that bad because you gave me candy. This is a terrible lesson to teach kids. <laughs> so there's a couple of lessons this game teaches that aren't very good for kids. We'll get to the next one in gameplay. But yeah, the first lesson, children, is it's okay to hang out with a stranger if they give you candy. Yeah. But what, and by that we mean if a stranger is even near you, you scream and you run if they're going to yes. give you candy. It's never good. Yes. Do not take candy from a stranger unless your parents are around with you. And don't take our advice in general. Yeah, that's right. Consider well, us strangers. <laughs> <laughs> We're weird. Because <laughs> we are weird. We're well, weird, weird men. Uh <laughs> Whatever. Since I've derailed us with this. Yep. Uh, graphics. How does this game look? It came out in 1990. Well, 89.90 around that era. Yeah. I think maybe it's 89 in Japan. Uh, it's a Capcom. Not a Capcom Disney game. I keep almost just saying that yeah. automatically. It's not a Disney game at all. It kind of feels like it should be. Does that make sense? It's very much in line graphically with your DuckTales yeah. and uh, Tailspin and along those lines. And I'm just going to be honest, I think it's a really good looking game overall. It looks great. It honestly does. I mean, it's it's definitely got that Capcom shine to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a beautiful looking game. It definitely, I would put it right up there with DuckTales and all those and how yeah. good it looks. It's a it's a nice looking game. It's just, it's got a lot of charm to it graphically. Yeah. The levels all look different and have a different theme to them. Um, I'll go over a few of the levels here in a minute, but I don't know. I, I was pretty impressed graphically. I mean, it's. You take your average 1990 NES game, and it's probably not going to stack up to this. Right. I mean, it's got the Capcom seal of quality. But what about music? What about the, the sweet tunes filling your ear holes? I really love this music. Mm-hmm. One of the levels in particular had fantastic music. Uh, I cannot give the music a higher praise. This is another one of those soundtracks it kind of reminded me a little bit of how much I enjoyed the Gremlins NES soundtrack. Kind of, it just took me by surprise. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting the music to be that much fun and good. You're right. And I'm going to say the same for this game. I, I really, really enjoyed the music in it. Mm-hmm. I liked it quite a bit. I think it impressed me because it was constantly playful, but never like super kiddy and annoying. Right. It's very whimsical. 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 Yeah, yeah, there you go. And as far as I could tell, every level had its own music. That's what it seemed like as so, far as we got. It was definitely a... Uh, not a lazy effort musically. And again, I'm going to come back to the fact, both graphically and musically, it's, it's kind of amazing this much work went into this game. Because, Well, maybe this movie was huge in Japan, but over here it, was, it wasn't. So it's kind of amazing this much work was put into this game. I don't know exactly how big the movie was over here because I honestly had never heard of it. I don't think I would have heard of it if it weren't for this game. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I, the music is... Uh, like, I don't think it's like uh, DuckTales has that one track, the moon bass. Yeah. And then maybe another one that just really pops and stands out. This one's more like all the levels are like, wow, that music is really good. Yeah. There wasn't one that was like a total earworm, I don't think, that I heard. I'd give you that. But, but maybe but, if I grew up playing it and didn't stop playing it for 20 years, there would be some earworms. So I think we can both agree on this. Not necessarily some earworms. However... Uh, Maybe very, some loss. Very strong, solid music. Yep. Yeah. I just wanted to say gross things. I know, I know you did. I'm with you. You can say more gross stuff. Vomit. Yep. 
Earworms are an actual thing. They can also go in your eyes. That's terrible. Yep. So. Eyeworms. That really brings us down to the gameplay itself. <laughs> it just brings us down in general. It brings us down. <laughs> like we bring the podcasting world down. Yeah, that's right. That's what we do. So this game has. Kicking and screaming. Eight dreams, which is eight levels. Uh, the the sort of there's two twists. The first is you don't just go from left to right and finish the level, for better or worse. And we'll get to that. You have to collect keys. Yeah, and they're just keys. And like one level, you might have to collect six or seven or eight, I think, in some of the levels. And it just kind of forces you to explore the level a little further. They're somewhat linear, but there's a lot of verticality. Yeah, verticality. it's not just left and right. Right. It's very much yeah. like Sonic in a way. Yeah, there's the, the levels are almost as tall as they are wide at points. Yeah. And that's on purpose because, like you said, these keys are hidden yeah. in these dreams. you got to get to them. Now, overall, this is an action platforming game, right? Yeah. However, where this one kind of twists things a little bit, and I really like this idea a lot, mm-hmm. is that some of the enemies, they kind of, I don't know, did this come before Kirby? It came before the NES Kirby, which the Game Boy Kirby didn't have powers, so yeah. Well, I'm just I'm just talking concept. You know where I'm going right, with this. Right, yeah, yeah. It like kind of s- did. Some of the enemies, uh, if you give them candy, <laughs> yep. uh, you can become the enemy in a way. You either take over their essence or their soul, or uh, the little lizard you'll actually just ride on top of him. So here's the second life lesson. The first is take candy from strangers. The second is drug up animals and use them for your needs. That's right. That's what this does. And you're going to have to do that because some of these keys will require specific enemies' skills because each enemy has a Mm -hmm. different skill set. So the ones that you can inhabit, the animals, uh, there's the the lizard, I think maybe is the first one you come across, or maybe the frog. It It is what it sounds like. It jumps, and you can hop on top of enemies, which is useful because Nemo himself cannot kill any enemies. That's right. You can't jump on top of them or anything. But the frog can. You get to high places. The lizard can stick to walls, so you can get into small crevices and things. Uh, you have a bee, which can fly. But he's very much like Tails from Sonic flying. As in, he can't just keep mm-hmm. flying. He's going to have to land at some point. You know what it's exactly like? I think it was Tales Super from, Mario... Tails from Sonic. Super Mario Galaxy 2, I believe it is. Mario had a bee suit. And he he actually worked exactly like this. You could flutter for a while, but then you had to rest. Yeah, it actually works exactly like that. Again, like so, that's what tails does. If you get to control tails, I'm tired yes. of saying that. So tails, <laughs> uh, there's a gorilla, which is kind of frustrating to be honest, because yeah. he's huge, and so you can get hit by everything really easy. His hitbox is way easier. Yeah, but he's strong and he can climb. The fish it can swim really fast. I'm not sure what the point was because Nemo can swim himself. Yeah. Um, the crab is. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, there's like another one of those, I think the jumping frog can swim too. Yep, you're right, yeah. The crab uh, is a hermit crab, and it's pretty cool because it can burrow underground and also attack with its claws. Though the mole can also burrow underground, so they're kind of similar. Yeah, but he can't jump or anything, so I don't know if the crab can jump, to be fair. So, then you got the mouse, which um, I never really got to use because I died, but I think he can smash stuff with his hammer, because why not? <laughs> yeah, he comes, no, you ride the mouse, but he comes with the mallet, and you get to use oh, the yeah, mallet. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, that's the different animals. Uh, my personal favorite, uh, the frog is the most useful, I think you said that. Because he can actually take out other enemies by jumping on them, yeah. a la classic platforming. Um, the ape is the toughest to use, despite the fact that he's got a really powerful punch. He's my least favorite to use. Yeah. Actually, I think the bee was my favorite to use because it did remind me so much of that, you know, Tales, but also Super Mario Galaxy, yeah. where you turn into the bee, and it's, it's pretty cool, pretty cool platforming. Um, 
But that takes us to the levels themselves. So the first level is easy enough. You're just like in the forest. It's pretty straightforward. It, it introduces you to becoming different animals. I'll say this. You played first. Yeah. I watched you play that first level. My thought was, I can't wait to try this. Mm-hmm. And because it looks so much fun, you got through it fairly easy. And then you handed me the controller. <laughs> and I was like, am I, as, am I just bad at this game? And you're just really good. So the first level is quite easy. The second <laughs> level is called the Flower Garden. Yeah. Uh, but it's instantly pretty stinking frustrating. Yeah. There's this so. tree you have to climb as the gorilla because there's a key up there and there's a lizard up there, which you have to, to get so you can turn into it. And these stupid, what are they? Pollen spores? Like with faces. Almost like weird, strange dandelion type things. They're those things where when you go into like a field mm-hmm. and I remember when I was a kid, we used to find these and when like we blow on them and they kind of fly apart. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And you would make, I think you'd make wishes or whatever on these mm-hmm. things. And my wish came true because we're doing this show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and my wish came true because we uh, are friends. Aw. So, <laughs> but right at the second level, it gets frustrating. Like you're trying to climb up this lumbering gorilla and these stupid things keep hitting you and hitting you oh, and hitting yeah. you. Oh, yeah. I was on the verge of saying terrible words. It surprised me how frustrating it got right there. Like, I, I'll pretty much, as soon as that kept happening to me, I just handed you the controller. And I honestly didn't play the game again, except for one other time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's... I was I was watching you play and thinking, man, why is he so bad at this game? Then I played and it's like, holy cow, I forgot how hard you, this game you is. You can tell me just to do this one thing. Like, just jump to the other side. And I'm like, it's not as easy as you think it no, is. No, it really isn't. <laughs> but even right here in the second level, you become the, the gorilla... The lizard, then you got to yeah. become a bee and get through a little tricky section. The concept is still great. It's pretty cool. Uh, let's see. I just real quick. The third level is different because you actually ride on the back of a toy train. Yeah, that's kind of neat. I like that. It's, it's still tough. Cool. That's the one thing I will go. Let's go and get this out of the way. This is a very, in my opinion, I don't know if this is like a universally known about this game, but this is one of those NES tough games, in my opinion. It is. It doesn't look like it because it's so colorful and kitty looking, but it is tough. And it's mainly tough, and this is just me. You can agree or disagree with me on this, but because a lot of the enemies are very cheap, and they will hit you constantly. Here's a comparison, like just so you know what we consider tough. I think this game is hands down harder than DuckTales for the NES. Oh, yeah. I think it's harder than what are some other ones we've played recently. I don't remember, but I know where you're going with this. I think it's harder than the original Chip and Dale's oh, yeah. Rescue Rangers. It's it's a tough Capcom game. It's, uh, it's one chip and a couple Dales. Sure is. Uh, so the train level's cool. It is really cool. Um, also, to make the enemies even tougher, they respawn quicker than any game I've ever seen before. They do, yeah. Literally, there's a, at some point, because a lot of these levels are also vertical as they are uh, long ways, mm-hmm. Trevor jumped up, so the screen moved up, and then he jumped back down, and when he jumped back down, the enemy was already there. Like, it, just automatically already there, and it hit yeah. him. So uh, there's a lot, a lot of cheap hits in this game. The, the, the yeah, you're right. The, the reason it's so hard and frustrating, instead of I appreciate a good challenge so much, but we've said it before. There's that line that can be crossed. The reason it's frustrating hard instead of always being fun hard is there's about three times as many enemies on the screen at once as there should be sometimes. Yeah. And, like Johnny said, they respawn instantly. And this game is so much trial and error. There's a lot of things you won't know. Some uh, some pits will yeah. are required for you to go down, and some will just be your death, and you don't know the difference. I don't, I gotta say, I gotta nick it a little bit for that. I don't, I don't appreciate trial and error where you just die because you don't, right. there's no way you could know. 
I mean, the first Sonic game had some moments like that, and and I called it out for it. So I got to call it out here. I mean, it's it's one of those things that kind of dings the shining armor of a of a classic game to me. Yeah. Um, but it's there. Uh, then you move on to the night sea level, which is pretty cool. It's the ocean. It's nighttime. You get to explore some of the swimming animals. Um, and after that, to be honest, we didn't play a lot. In fact, I'll be honest, we made it to the third level legit, then we had to start using a code. Yeah. <laughs> um, Nemo's House. Uh, Nemo's House had my favorite music. Oh, it right. does. was yeah. cool music, yeah. Cloud Ruins was a cool-looking level. You actually, you start on the rooftops of these houses. You know what? I guess the game has a kind of neat flow to it, if you think about it. Because you start out in the forest, then you go into the garden, you end up in the house, then you end up on top of the house, then you end up in the sky. I do very much appreciate that each level has its own feel. I love yeah. that when a game does that. And then the last two levels, uh, Topsy Turvy and Nightmare Land. We didn't make it there. Yeah, but... we don't know what those look like. So there's eight dreams. None of the levels seem super long, but they're not stupid short either. So I think eight levels is fair. Eight levels is very fair, but what's not fair is the game itself. <laughs> It is. It feels cheap, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. I, it really, it really irked me quite a bit. <laughs> and uh, and I got to thinking, man, I forgot how hard this game was. And I, I and I was a little worried that I never made it past the second level as a kid. But when we played, I remember the train level, but I know I never beat that level. Yeah. So the third level is as far as I made it as a kid and uh, as an adult. As an adult too. <laughs> yeah, without cheating, that's true. It's just. It's fine that it's hard because you don't want to beat a game right away. Right. But, I don't know. There's just some games where I get mad when I die. And this is one of those games where I got mad when I died. I'm very curious what you're going to give this game. I'm beyond curious. Um, I, Do you want to go first on your final score? I can be a man. <laughs> As I said before, I'll show my manhood by right. going first. Go ahead and expose yourself. So, while we're playing, I was trying to get a number in my head. Um, the reason I don't like to cheat and use the code because I like to see the levels by earning them. But for the purposes of this review in this, uh, esteemed podcast. Also, it was getting late. Let's be fair. Yeah. I figured we needed to see a few more levels. Yeah. So anyways, um, let's start with the positive points. I think this game is very charming. I like Nemo himself. I love the way you turn into the animals. That is so cool. To me, that's a cooler trick than, for example, the pogo stick in DuckTales. Yeah. Um, I think it's... Uh, and, and more importantly, Nemo himself controls pretty solidly, and most of the animals also control really well. The gorilla was a little frustrating, but he's supposed to be a big lumbering gorilla. So i got to say, I'm impressed with the way the animals control. I'm impressed with the fact that they do more or less feel different. Uh, there's, what, six or seven of them? Maybe eight? I don't yeah. know. That's impressive. The fact that there's eight levels and each one is so distinct. I, I can't even say how important that is to me. Um, even compared to some really well-respected NES games, a lot of times the levels start to blend together. This one, the levels are really distinct, and I appreciate that. Um, the music is great, like we said. It's just a charming game. The negative points are, well, we've already said it. It is just way more frustrating than I thought it would be. <laughs> The difficulty to me is too often in the form of cheapness, not bad gameplay, but just cheap enemy placement. The fact they respawn and come right back instantly. I so prefer a game to be hard because the jumps are tricky or the boss has a cool rhythm to it you have to figure out. But in this game, it's all about 
getting around the cheap tricks, basically, of the enemies. So I gotta ding it for that a lot. The fact that there's literally blind leaps of faith. The first time you play it, you just gotta jump and hope for the best sometimes. But that's not to say the level design isn't good. I think the level design is solid overall. I don't know. I guess it comes back to, if I'm being honest, I prefer a straightforward left-to-right platformer. I mean, like Mario and Donkey Kong Country and uh, even like Mega Man, pretty much, you know, pretty much straightforward. This one, like, I don't know. I was always worried I was missing a key. And if you miss a key, you got to go back and find it. I don't know. But it's still, I don't want to take away from the fact it's a really solid game. I feel like you're struggling with what you want to give this. I really am. Like you're, you're, because I had a number in my keep, head. You keep putting it off. Just say it. I had a number in my head for the first three levels. The problem is, I, I got I got to knock it down some. Because I when we quit today, I was really frustrated. Yeah. So the number I had in my head is going to stun you. It was an eight. Because it's such a charming, solid game. But I'm going to knock it down to a seven. And it could fluctuate. This is one of those games that is so far above average, it is darn near being a classic to me. But it's marred by frustrating decisions that make me frown a little too often. <laughs> so I am going to give it a 7. I think it's still, with 8 levels all being completely distinct, I think there's enough gameplay here. Totally worth playing. But this is a 7 that could have been 8 or 8.5 if it were just, just rely on a solid gameplay instead of being cheap. That knocks it down for me. Oh, man. Whoa, you gave us a seven? Is that what you mm. said? Or seven and a half? Seven. Okay. I had no memories of this game. Like, I have no nostalgia to back any of my thoughts up. This yeah. is the first time I've ever played it. I'm going to give the the pros first. The music, I loved. Absolutely loved and adored the music. I loved and adored the graphics and the feel and the look and the charm of the game, like you said. Mm -hmm. This game, in my opinion, just looking at it, had a lot going for it. And I was ready to give us a high score just based on that. Mm -hmm. But I have always said, for me, if I have fun playing a game, how much fun did I have, is way more important than anything else. Mm -hmm. Even, Even more important than the graphics and even more important than the music. Did I have fun playing this game I don't think I did and that's just me being honest the enemies are this is some of the cheaper enemies I've ever experienced in a game in a long time mm-hmm. and I can't can't forgive it for that <laughs> <laughs> I literally played this twice I played two levels mm-hmm. and I just got beyond frustrated with them and I I just handed it to you, and I had no desire to go back and try them myself again. Had zero desire. That's me being honest. Yeah. I do want to see what the other levels look like. Mm-hmm. But that's a testament to how great this game looks, and also wanted to hear the music. And that's just because that's another testament to how great the music is. Mm-hmm. It had that going for it in space. If I was just judging this game on the music and the and the graphics and the charm, this would be easily an 8. I would give it an 8 based on mm-hmm. those things alone. But the gameplay destroys it, in my opinion. And the only reason it destroys it is those cheap, cheap, cheap enemies. That just kills all the momentum you can get. That will take away from that moment when you become a new creature and you discover new things it can do. Because mm-hmm. that part's cool, too. Mm-hmm. But it takes away from that. It just... Man, I got so mad at it because of that. I'm way more mad at this game than other games because, in my opinion, this game had so much potential going for it. 
I wanted to love this game so much. I wanted to be with you and give us a 7 to an 8. I really did. I wanted that so bad, but I can't do it. I can't because I got so frustrated playing this game. I have zero desire to go back and play it again. I may at some point watch a video of somebody playing it just to see and hear the other <laughs> levels. But I just cannot give it a 7. That feels too high to me. It's better than average, for sure. So it's above a 5, 100%. I mean, that's that's a no-brainer. My issue is, am I going to give it a 6? And I don't know if I can, <laughs> just based on how much fun I had. But I think I love the music and the graphics so much that I will bump it up to a 6. Yeah. And that, I feel, is pretty fair for me. I just had no nostalgia with it. That probably kind of hurts it, too, a little bit. Yeah. And it was just beyond, it was more one of the more frustrating games I would go back and play um, some of the other games that were very tough before I would play this one again. Like, uh, oh gosh, what's that one? Uh, Ghost and Goblins. I'd go back and play that before I'd play this. And it's mm. probably just as tough, if not tougher, than this one. I don't know. I think I'd put those on the same level as far as the frustration factor for me almost overruled the fun at times. I see what you're saying, though. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like I should have let you play the first level, but the thing is, from the second level on, it's just really frustratingly hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah, I don't know. Like, this is this is one of the only times I can honestly say that I wanted so hard to love a game, but literally, its cheapness is the only reason I couldn't. Yeah, it kills it in my opinion. It, it doesn't kill it for me, but it is a shame because, man, to me, this wasn't just. To me, this game was one notch away from being a, a classic. Like I think, but that I, notch be, is that notch is funness. I, I think I like this game's core more than Ducktales, and I know that's sacrilege. For some I people. can't say that. I'd play Ducktales a hundred times for I play. If this they game. replaced the cheap enemies with the enemies from Ducktales, I think I would have liked this game better. But because it is so cheap, I can't say that. Yeah, I don't know. But for me, so the game goes for about eleven bucks. I'll well, be that's honest. Not bad. I'm shocked. A Capcom game based on a movie that. Very few people seem to have seen. Seems like it would be a rare game. I thought it would be, I honestly thought this game went for like 30 bucks, but it doesn't. So for me, this is Retro Bliss approved. Totally. I still gave it above a five, so I'd yeah. still say it's approved. For me, it's totally a no brainer for 11 I bucks. I think this is one where you just have to experience it to see if you like it. I really do because I, I don't know. I, I think for some people, this game's going to be way above a seven and certainly a five and a half or six you gave yeah. it. It just, but I say for eleven bucks, try it yourself. Yeah. Um that's not that's not yeah. bad at all. So yeah, speaking of trying it for yourself, yeah, I think you should try the product in this commercial. Oh, well, let's do a commercial now then, instead of after the fan feedback. Look all right. <laughs> Capcom introduces Little Nemo, the Dream Master. We tapped into your deepest, darkest nightmares. Hold on, Eddie. I think we got something. This could be it. I'm getting snakes. Wow, look at this stuff. Big lip tentpoles. This kid's turned himself into a killer bee. These kids are strange. Who dreamed up something so weird? You did. This one's riding a purple lizard. Holy smoke! Little Nemo, the Dream Master for Nintendo by Capcom. You want to make a game out of this? I love switching things up. Just I because why toes, not? Chris. <laughs> so, what do you have, Instagram pulled up? Uh, well, it's time for a little segment we like to call <laughs> Feedback. Feedback. Well, 
why I screwed up that flow. It's really, we're really tired. It's after nine o'clock. That's late for us. You just threw me off because usually you do Facebook, but I, I don't. I do have Facebook. Oh man, your phone looks different than mine. <laughs> it's well, a phone. It's a phone. Okay, Johnny. People could head to Facebook <laughs> and like Retro Bliss and see all the fun stuff we post, including this new awesome video. That's right. But we also post the games that we got coming up, so people yep. can share their memories. And Andrew Cohen said, "I've never played this game." But I have heard good things. I don't trust anything until I hear it directly from the definitive voices in all of retro gaming. For everyone listening, stay positive and love your life. That's very true. There's a lot of cruddy stuff going on in the world. Um, growing up, this is what Daniel Taroska, hopefully I said that name right. If I didn't, I'm very sorry, Daniel. Slap Trevor. It's his fault. I don't know why I'm blaming him. Just because I don't want to take uh, any blame for things despite uh-huh. how much it's my fault growing up my neighbor had this game i only played it a few times but i remember it being pretty cool can't wait for you guys to review it love the show keep up the great work thanks daniel that's another thing i think if i actually if i just just watched you play it i may have given it a higher score but the fact that i actually experienced that is why it knocked my score down <laughs> yeah. so i can see if like if i was watching somebody play it, i'd be like i want to try this game because it looks and sounds amazing here we go. <laughs> timmy mac goes a very well done game with nice looking sprites, music, and classic difficulty Capcom is famous for. Based on a manga. Is it manga or manga? I always feel like I'm saying it wrong. I used Japanese to always comic. say manga, and I'm pretty sure I was wrong. It's so Japanese comic. Probably manga. Uh, and an arcade version, if I'm not mistaken. Huh. And more on that later. Rich VD said, love this game. Capcom doing what they do best. Making good platformers. Rented it as a rented it a bunch as a kid and was playing it last week even with my fiance. Brag. Still <laughs> find it to be such an odd comic to choose for a game. Daniel Chavez says, I never heard of this game either. Is this about finding a little clownfish in a dream world? I kinda wish. <laughs> yes, yes it is. If so, I can't wait to hear what the official voices in all of retro gaming have to say. Douglas Delecky Jr. says, I loves it. Can't get past the train, though. <laughs> Wrote a blog entry on it back in the day. Game is kind of creepy if you think about it. I have to agree with all this. Yeah, I agree <laughs> with all that. Then Bobby Capo goes, some of the games you guys pull pull out I absolutely have never heard of. But I like that because it makes me play them when I listen to the podcast. That's another thing we like to do. We like to introduce people to games they've maybe never heard of. That's why I was excited about this game because I had memories of it and never introduced it to you. I just hate that it broke your soul a little bit. <laughs> it kind of did. <laughs> I'm going to be totally revisiting this game, though. I, I still think yeah. there's a lot good there. Just not when I'm over. Exactly. <laughs> but, Johnny, people could also head to Instagram. Oh, they can. And they could follow Retro Blist. That's a good idea. I'm uh, going to do that now. You'll find all kinds of cool stuff if you do that, so I think you should. No, that's a good idea. But MJ's Game Room said, My mom used to play this game all the time when I was a kid. I tried playing it, but I can't get that far into it. But it's still an awesome game. Yeah, I guess... Today, maybe we just weren't in the mood to cut it any slack. Right. Because it is an awesome game, but you can't get very far into it because it's frustrating. <laughs> Anyways, Warp Zone Graphics said, never played it, but always wanted to. It looked really good. Escape Solo 1 says, does, does this game... They said that? Yep. <laughs> After he talk? passed gas, he uh, he said, does this oh. game have Freddy Krueger in it? <laughs> He didn't really pass gas. That was just me making sounds. Oh, so just you passing gas. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess Freddy Krueger came in people's dreams, right? Is that right? I never seen those films, and I was going to shock people who uh-huh. listen to my horde movie reviews, or in which I review. Quit movies. plugging yourself. 
I watch. I just review horror films, even though I never watch them. I just watch the trailer. But yeah, I, I know enough from pop culture to know that I think he just kills people in their dreams. I think. Well, that makes sense. Sean CB seventy nine said this game was lore in my gaming circle as a kid. No one had it, but everyone heard different things about it. Time for the irrefutable voices in retro gaming to set the record straight. I can kind of see that because mm-hmm. it's not a game that everybody's heard of. So if you've kind of heard of it and you follow Nintendo a lot, I can see that. Especially when we were younger, and you didn't have yeah. the internet. Where like lore would build up and up more and more on this game. All right, Trevor. It's almost the end of the show. Almost. Almost. But there's something before. What am I? What am I forgetting, Trevor? Oh, it's the Bliss Quiz. The Bliss Quiz. The Bliss Quiz. Bliss Quiz. Play the music. Oh, this episode sucks. <laughs> Johnny. Right. Yeah, Trevor. Um, I gave for- my review first, so you do that thing first. <laughs> hey, kids. Follow along at home with your good friends here, Uncle Trevor and Uncle Johnny. <laughs> so and try to uh, see if you can win no, by yeah. beating our score in the Bliss Quiz. we got to be the creepiest. And channel. if you win, we're going to give you some candy. <laughs> You're not helping. Here we go. <laughs> Which is true. I'm going to give you three statements. Only one of these is a true statement. Uh huh. Little Nemo started as a comic strip. B. Little Nemo started as a video game. Or C. Leno, Little Nemo started as a movie. You almost said Leonard, Leonard Nimoy, didn't I know. you? Yep. Man, I wish there was a Leonard Nimoy game that was just all about him. That would be so awesome. Wait, what was the third choice? Uh, it started as a movie. I'm comic strip. Correct. That yeah. is correct. Yeah, thanks for the fans for reminding me of that. I forgot it was based on a manga, which then became a Japanese <clears throat> film. Yep. So, Johnny. Trevor. We had a discussion while we were playing this game that there really aren't any bosses. That's right. That we noticed. But there are bosses. We just never saw them. They all happen in the eighth level. Oh, okay. Wow. So the eighth level doesn't have the usual arrangement. You just have like three sections and each has a boss fight, but there's no keys to collect. Johnny, which of these is not the name of an actual boss in the game? Okay. Is it the Kingpin? Cleaver Clyde, or Nightmare Lord. So which one is... Fake. Which one's fake? One you made up. Yep. The Kingpin, Cleaver Clyde, or Nightmare Lord. Cleaver Clyde. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't know how to say that word right, so... (laughs) There I was, wait a minute. There's no way they're going to have like a guy with a butcher knife in this game. Alright. Nope, that was fake. Alright, Trevor. Again... Now you're going to pick the one of these. That's false. Okay. So one of these I made up. The other two are true things about Little Nemo. Okay. The creator of Little Nemo was an American. The comic of Little Nemo started in the 1900s in America. Or C, the comic only lasted one year in America. So I'm going to blow away your little manga thing. This has actually started out. Really? Yeah. One of these is false or true? One of these is false. Two of these are true. You want me to say it one more time? Yeah. The creator was American. Uh, the comic started in the 1900s, or the comic only lasted one year in America? 1900s. That one. Actually, that's true. It started around 1905. I just thought I was pretty ignorant. Because <laughs> 1900s would be literally from 1901 to 2000. No, it would be 1900s, 1900, 1900. So that'd be... 
Oh, so I wasn't stupid. No, you weren't stupid. Now I'm stupid because I said that. Yeah. You made yourself more stupid than before. Man, I'm an idiot. It actually lasted quite a few years in America. Okay, that was my second guess. Johnny? Trevor? If you went to (laughs) candywarehouse.com, how much would you have to pay for what they call the world's largest gift-wrapped gummy bear? Oh, okay. It is four and a half pounds. It is green apple in flavor. And it's larger. (laughs) It is larger than a football. Oh, that's large. You get within five bucks of their asking price before shipping, and I'll give it to you. I'm going to go with fifty bucks, right in the middle. There. Oh, you're so close. Thirty nine fifty. Oh, really? Thirty nine fifty for a gummy bear, a thousand times the size of a regular gummy bear. <laughs> Seems like a bargain to me. Yeah, me too. Trevor, again. Mm-hmm. Two of these is true. One is false. Pick the false one. Okay. All these are, of course, are about Little Nemo. Uh-huh. Uh, it inspired a Tom Petty music video. That's A. B, uh, Little Nemo is secretly hidden in a ride at Disneyland. Okay. Or C, a bar in Nightmare on Elm Street 3 is named after it. One of those I made up. Which one did I make up? Mm. This is one of those moral dilemmas. <laughs> but I'm just going to be honest. Could you repeat all those choices? You didn't pay attention. Because I zoned out. <laughs> I apologize, fans, but now you can hear the answers again. Oh, my gosh. So which of these is false? Go ahead. <laughs> I don't even have the energy to do this. You're hurting my soul left and right here. Right, I'm listening. I'm listening. I feel like I had some good questions this week. And just, I'm listening. I'm just struggling. <laughs> I'm listening. Hey, is this because we couldn't even destroy a little Sega game? <laughs> it's kind of hurt. It's kind of hurt. Yes. Okay. We we tried to film a video and it's a bit of an epic fail, but go watch it on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I think that ruined me. And then the game was so hard. Yeah, here we go. Uh, I'm listening. Uh, which is false? False. Uh, Little Nemo inspired a Tom Petty music video. Wow. Okay. Little Nemo, the character, is secretly hidden in a ride at Disneyland. Or Little Nemo, there's a bar in Nightmare on Elm Street three that's named after it. One of those is false. Wow, those all sound so believable. I'm going to go with the Disneyland one being false. Correct. Wow. It's actually, it is featured in, uh, it's not Disneyland down there. What's the other one? Disney World. No, the other one in Florida. It's not Disney. Universal. Thank you. Yeah. Huh. That That is a really good question. That's really obscure. <laughs> Johnny, your last question is also about candy. Because guess what? There's not much about this game. <laughs> I feel like you're just saying that to make me feel better that you zoned out. No, but try not to zone out on this one. Okay, no problem. It's not very good. I just don't want to repeat it. <laughs> okay. So, according to this website, Insider, yeah. which of these is the worst, the most unhealthy Halloween candy? Okay. Three choices, which is the most unhealthy? Is it Smarties, Twix, or Skittles? So, which one is the least healthy for you? Yep, according I'm, to them. I'm going to assume none of them are actually healthy for you. No, nah, it's all Because it's empty candy. Calories. It's all sugar. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go, I would assume Twix would be the worst. You would assume right. Okay, sweet. Uh, do you want to take a hazard? Which of these three they say is the healthiest? Smarties, Skittles. It's going to be Smarties, right? Yeah, no wonder they taste like garbage. And there's just, there's there's not much there. They say because it's just sugar and there's nothing really added. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so that was your candy episode, (laughs) kids. I wouldn't stop with that joke. Yep, please do. (laughs) Uh, But before it's just, it's just funny because like. He's, he's lured in by candy, and then he drugs all these animals. Yeah, this he is does. horrible, horrible morals in this game. Yeah, this game. is a terrible game all the way around. <laughs> it's not a terrible game. It is. Johnny's just in a bad mood because I hit him in the head with a hammer. That's true. Go watch the Facebook video. Yeah, you can see me get hit in the head with a hammer. Yeah. 
Uh, Trevor, end of the show. Uh huh. So that means it's time for, I believe, some shout outs. Shout outs? Yeah, these folks went to patreon.com and found it in their hearts to throw a dollar or more our way. What happens if you do that? You get cool stuff like free audio. Well, it's not free. I don't want to say free audio. Exclusive audio is the word I'm trying to use. You can give as little as a dollar, and everything we upload on Patreon.com you can listen to for free. We have a review of Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze for Switch. We have a review of another game. What was it? Uh, we have the history of Mario. That one's a, a the new game that came out for the old. old oh yeah, system. the Sydney Hunter and the Caverns yep, of Death. Yep, yep. Yep. So go check it out. A dollar a month will get you everything. Um, Keith Jones. Good job. Thank you, sir. Bradley Boson. Good job. Daniel Chavez. Good job. Michael Thompson. Good job. Timothy McGowan. Good job. Andrew Coed. That's a good job. Caleb Dixon. Good job. Peter Panda. Good job. Anthony Mullen. Good job. Jason Bennett. Good job. Christopher M. Scholes. Good job. Jason Wilson. Good job. Sean Fritz. Good. Why am I saying good job? I don't know. That doesn't even make any sense. Good job of giving us money. <laughs> yeah, good job. <laughs> Keith Farnham. Good job giving us money, Keith. And uh, Dig Dougie. Thanks, Dig Dougie, for which, giving us money, E. Which I believe is e? Douglas Stalecki, who changed his name, and that is a really cool name. I don't want, I just want to believe that. It's actually Dig Dug, maybe? Dig Dug. I want to believe that. The actual Dig Dug. The actual Dig Dug. Thank you. Loves our show. Well, that's awesome. And that's all, thankfully. <laughs> and you know what I just realized? What? That we struggled? <laughs> a couple of our patrons have listed on here that they're choosing to donate without any reward, and yet I still pronounce their names every week on the show. So I'm not even honoring their wishes. They don't even get that for the money. Oh, they don't even want us to say their name? What says they chose to donate without any reward? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> well, I'm just going to keep saying their names. Because <laughs> they deserve it. If you want us to stop saying your names, let us know. And yeah. we'll stop saying your names. Write us a handwritten letter <laughs> yes. with some candy. Yeah, it's got to have candy. And tell us to quit saying your names with our vulgar mouths. Yeah, and quit putting the razor blades in the candy. Uh, fool me twice. Shame on you. I just It's really hard to finish off the candy when you do that. Yeah. Like, I do it, but... we got to eat around it. Exactly. <laughs> but hey, that's been another episode of this podcast. Thank goodness it's over, right? My goodness. I'm glad we're done. Goodness gracious, this was a struggle, right? Am I just thinking that? Are you agreeing with me? Yeah. It was a little deflating. It was. And I hate that, because man, I'm on a charming game. It, it was a little deflating. It's charming on the outside, but once you get on the inside... It's kind of like me. <laughs> it's like us, but without the charming part on yeah, the outside. Yeah, there we go. I like that. That All is right. it, exactly. So stay tuned next time. We don't know what we're going to play yet, but soon, soon, you will know.